0: This is a podcast about betting on sports, which is something you can do to try and make money. One important thing to know is that this podcast is not going to be the reason you get rich from sports betting. To repeat, we are not going to get you rich. There are sleazeballs abound all over the internet. who will be happy to take your money to chase that lie. Here at Best, we might make you a little bit less awful of a better if you're lucky. Bet at your own risk. Do not bet more than you can afford to lose. And Godspeed. Welcome back to the Jay and Silent Rob show. Welcome to new listeners. I've had a few texts over the past couple of weeks about new listeners. Howdy to all of you. Coming at you live, 6.30-ish Eastern time, November the 12th, 2020. Mr. Jay what what is, what is happening?
1: What's going on, my friend? Uh, nothing much, just uh, inching towards Thanksgiving. We were talking a little bit about Thanksgiving plans. Two weeks from today. Two mm-hmm. weeks from today, very... I mean, I know you've already quarantined up, um, so that's good. Uh, but yeah, I'm excited. Um, we need a break from teaching these children virtually, so I, mm. I'm definitely looking looking forward to that. Uh, but yeah, it's funny you talked about some text you got. I got a lot of feedback from last week's show. Uh, seemed to be a, a favorite of many, not mine, obviously, but um, what can you do? Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. Your sister actually messaged me and said, "Didn't know we had a podcast," and she was very happy I lost a bunch of money. So, <laughs> a, a, a lot of those type of themed uh, messages were really, really nice to hear from people. I got I got a, a stick to sports from a, from a mutual friend, which is good. <laughs> um. So yeah, we really just love that feedback. And um, no yeah.
0: politics, stick to yeah.
1: sports. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So I mean, yeah. So it was actually a good joke and it was from somebody who uh, I'll tell you after the show, it, it was well done. Good timing, but yeah, no, we're happy to provide good content and, and hopefully you can learn from, from lessons uh, from my dumbass self. Uh, but yeah, this is the halfway through the season of the NFL, Rob, you're about to get a little emotional here. Halfway through your favorite season of the year,
0: mm-hmm. uh, Na-
1: national football league. Uh, but yeah, we're going to go division by division, kind of how we've done before. Um, the last time we did this was kind of the quarter mark, so it's nice to be at the halfway mark. We're going to look at preseason odds, then the quarter odds, and then what the odds are now and kind of how they've changed. And then I'm going to tell you as we go through each division if I think there's a team in the division that can win the Super Bowl or cannot. Uh, sounds easy enough even for you, Rob?
0: Uh, it does. I, I do want to say that uh, I guess it was – Election was last week. Is that just one week ago? Yeah, it was right.
1: It was time. Time is very hard to keep. Yes, uh...
0: yes. Uh, it was funny. I had a thought uh, in our in our current situation with maybe a contested election from a sitting president and the NFL. I, I thought to myself, you know, the NFL life goes on, right? President, right. we don't know who he is. We don't know what's happening. Who's in charge? I don't know. But will there be NFL on Thursday? there there really probably will be. We'll prioritize that. You know what I mean?
1: Yeah, absolutely. Um, Couldn't say anything better myself. Uh, And we'll we'll get to that game uh, in a little bit. But, yeah, we're halfway through it. Let's go through the divisions. Let's start with the NFC East. Uh, We have the Eagles, Cowboys, Giants, and and used to be called the Redskins. But now uh, they are the Washington football team. Uh, I will I will do a little spoiler alert here. No team here is going to win the Super Bowl. This is probably the worst division in modern football history. Um, but there's been quite the change uh, from preseason expectations. It was kind of a two-horse race with the Eagles and Cowboys. After the first quarter, kind of got to a uh, 70-25%. So 70% for the Cowboys, about 20-25% for the Eagles. Uh, and now we sit here November 12th. And it is 80% implied odd for the odds for the Eagles, 8% for the Cowboys, and then about 10% respectively for the Giants and the Washington football team. Uh, kind of shocking, Rob. Also because I made a very large wager on the Cowboys right about week four. Mm-hmm. Right about right about max price, if, it, if that's uh, and almost pretty much this, the same price I, I paid for, for Donald Trump. So pretty much, you know, I'm getting triggered, <laughs> getting triggered. Very similar outcomes here. Uh, Dak Prescott uh, gets injured in, in this version of my misery, uh, whereas last week it was just simply betting on things I don't know about. So, uh, yeah, thoughts, feelings. Um, I'm sure you're happy to hear that, Rob.
0: Yeah, I'd love to love to hear that. Love to see it. Um Eighty percent implied percentage is really that, that's quite big. Um, that's quite big, and I would also note that uh, it is now cheaper to bet on the Cowboys than it is to bet on the the Giants or the Washington Football Team, which is which is kind of funny.
1: Yeah, yeah, exactly. So, um, yeah, Cowboys just been such a dumpster fire, um, and they're just they've started four different quarterbacks. They're supposed to get Andy Dalton back here shortly, but yeah, it's just. Terrible injuries. Their first year coach was supposed to be uh, at least somewhat of an improvement from a bad coach last year, but somehow it's even worse. Uh, pretty much anything that could go have gone wrong with the Cowboys, they have. Um, and of course, I bet on them not only preseason but also in the season too. Pretty much at their highest, most expensive point. Um, so yeah, just really timing the markets well uh, here, Rob. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, no teams that are going to win the Super Bowl here. Let's move on to the NFC North. Uh maybe you want to narrate this one. I'll I'll give I'll set the scene preseason. Preseason we had the Vikings uh were a favorite, about a forty-two percent favorite. The Packers were second favorite at thirty-three percent. The Lions and Bears pretty much tied at third, but the Lions uh seventeen percent and the Bears were a fourteen percent, uh almost fifteen percent. What what has happened throughout the year so far, Rob? It looks like the
0: halfway point was uh pretty dramatically different with the packers with a huge jump from 33 to almost 70% implied odds now uh almost 90 that's an 89% so a clear runaway favorite even higher in the NFC East um and it looks like at the quarter mark the bears were implied almost 26% vikings and lions clearly and clearly behind uh the Bears chances have have fallen even further from where they were um at the quarter point down to 12 so this seems quite locked into the old the old 6 and 2 Packers
1: yeah yeah the Packers uh i do think this team can win the super bowl um i i wouldn't make a bet on it i don't think they're necessarily a great team um but they do have a pretty dynamic offense And, um, but yeah, the, the bears are really, they're only a game and a half behind, but the bears are complete frauds. They really, really should be probably more closer to a three or five team, maybe even a two and six team. They've won a lot of really close games. Um, try to capitalize a little bit on that in terms of betting against them. I bet the Panthers against them lost that bet. I think that's the only game the bears have won last four, of course. Um, but yeah, pretty much Packers preseason are pretty much the most consistent, one of the most consistent teams in the NFC. They've played really well. They're, they're a pretty wholesome, well-rounded team. And you got to remember, this team was a one game away from winning the or uh, going to the Super Bowl last year, so um, shouldn't be as shocking as it kind of has been. Uh, but but that's how uh, things go. Aaron Rodgers really playing a lot better than he did last year. Uh Moving to the NFC South, preseason we had the Saints at about fifty percent. Uh, Tampa Bay at right around 35 about 36%. Uh, the Falcons about 13%, and the Panthers at 5%. At the quarter part uh, poll, we had Saints moving to a 63%, so about a 10% jump. Uh, Tampa holding pretty much steady right around 34%, 35%. The Falcons dropping from 13% to 8%, and Carolina went down all the way to about 1%. Uh, now we are at the halfway point, and the, the Saints just had a, a big Sunday night victory against the Tampa Bay Buccaneers to sweep them. So they had a 2-0 uh, division sweep of Tampa Bay, which is great for a, a, um, tie-breaking purposes. So the Saints are only up a half game in the division, but they are they having implied odds of 76% to win the division. Uh, Tampa Bay is sitting about 28%. Uh, yes, we know that's more than 100, but the casinos have to make their money. Uh, and the Falcons and, and Carolina, both are going to miss the playoffs sitting at three and six. Uh, I do think the Saints are, are the best team in the NFC right now. Uh, preseason, if I had to pick a team, it was the Saints. They kind of started out a little bit slow, but especially Sunday night's game was just a major, major leverage game. They were four point, four and a half point underdogs. I think they closed about three, three and a half point underdogs. Yes, I did bet, uh, bet the Saints last week. So I guess I've made one right decision somewhat uh, recently. Uh, But, yeah, Saints definitely can win the Super Bowl. I think Tampa Bay can as well. Um, You're getting Tampa Bay at at kind of their lowest point right now. They pretty much played their worst game of the season, and the Saints played their best game of the season. They got blown out by about 35 points on national television. Um, But, yeah, let's move on to NFC West, pretty much the best division in Uh, Definitely NFC and maybe even football. I'm going to give you the implied odds if you want to share with the the listeners what's changed. Uh, So we had the preseason, we had the Niners were favorites, right around 44%, uh, Seahawks 36%, Rams right around 15%, just north of that. Uh, And then the Cardinals sitting at about 10%. You want to tell us what happened maybe at the quarter and halfway mark.
0: Sure. At the quarter mark, um, I'm gonna start with my cards, baby. Cards jumped from ten to twenty at the quarter mark and still holding strong at about twenty percent instead of five and three. So uh, a, a one in five chance of them taking the division. Still, still not nothing. Uh, Rams have held fairly steady as well, seventeen to twenty six at the quarter to twenty one now. Niners took the biggest dump by far. Went from forty four. Preseason twenty percent at the quarter. Now at one and Seahawks, definitely the strongest, jumping from starting out at thirty six percent implied percentage to win the division up to sixty six. Um, really strong. So still a three horse race. Twenty percent for the Cards. Twenty one ish for the for the Rams, and sixty six for the Seahawks is is those aren't small for the uh for the the two and the three. In this division, so this is still quite competitive at the halfway point.
1: Yep, absolutely. And the, the Niners were really a victim to inju- uh, injury. They also um, they went to the Super Bowl last year. It's it's pretty much a, a very common handicap to whatever team uh, lost the Super Bowl to bet against them the next year. Um, and they also had a tough schedule. There's a lot of things that kind of confluence of events that came together. Um, the Cardinals and Rams are, are solid playoff teams, but they cannot win the Super Bowl. Uh, but the Seahawks definitely can. The Seahawks, their defense is, is a major liability, but their offense is, is top two, maybe or excuse me, top three, maybe even top two in the league. Russell Wilson is just having a great year, and at the end of the day, offense just matters so much more in modern football. Um, so definitely, the Seahawks are are a Super Bowl contender. I'd still take the Saints over them. Um, but the, the Seahawks offense has a higher ceiling, um, and Russell Wilson is, is the most complete quarterback in the NFC and between he and, um, Patrick Mahomes in the entire league. I will say that, uh, you know, the Rams have a better defense. Um, I, I don't, I don't think the Cardinals are actually that, that good. They're not bad. Kyler Murray is a dynamic player. Um, but I, I would say the Rams are probably a little bit better than the Cardinals. Uh, but, but definitely the Seahawks, as you mentioned, are the class of the uh, division. So if we recap the NFC, we have four, a total of four teams who can make the Super Bowl. Uh, we have the Seahawks, the Saints, Tampa Bay, and the Packers. If I was forced to... Um, rank those teams in terms of likelihood to make it to the Super Bowl. I would go Saints, Seahawks, clearly 1-2. Clearly 1-2. and two. So actually probably tiers would be better of ranking this. I would put the, the Saints just ahead of the Seahawks. Uh, and then I would put a pretty further down. I would go Packers, Tampa Bay. Um, and mostly I would put pa- – Packers ahead of Tampa Bay not because I think the Packers are better necessarily than Tampa Bay but because Tampa Bay is most likely going to have to do it on the road and not being the one seed an important thing to remember this year as there is only one um, buy for the playoffs and that is still yet to be determined but that's most likely going to go to the Saints or the Seahawks. Um, the Packers could get that buy. Now if they get the buy that, that'll levitate them up to that first tier um, so that, that's something to kind of just think about as we get closer to playoff time. Uh, any questions before we go to the AFC?
0: Do you have any Super Bowl or division champ, or, or sorry, is that division? What's NFC champ? Uh, NFC would be best.
1: conference, 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 yeah, yeah. conference. I do not. I am looking to bet Seahawks. Um, there's a big, this weekend is actually a major leverage weekend uh, because the Seahawks and the Rams play each other. Um, so if the Seahawks were to lose this game, I actually am going to bet the Seahawks. We'll talk about you know this week's games later in the show. Uh, but if the Seahawks were to lose this week, uh, it'd be a great—it's a great week to bet them. Uh, you know, in terms of future positioning, if you look at like schedules and, and leverage games, things of that nature. Um, uh, so yeah, currently I do not, um, just because I, I don't see a whole lot of value and because the murkiness of the buy. Mm -hmm. Uh, If there was more definitive of who's got the buy, who doesn't. um, But there's just too many variables at play right now. Um, I do have some stronger positions or thoughts come the AFC um, momentarily. But yeah, that's a good question. Anything else before we tackle the AFC? Let's get to that AFC, baby. Do you like that transition? I said tackle because we're talking football. Sick, dude. (laughs) So we moved to the AFC. Um, The AFC East has had some major, major changes. Um, So preseason, uh, we were sitting at the Bills were a 51% favorite. Um, The Pats were a 40% favorite. The Dolphins were an 8% favorite. And the Jets were a 7% favorite. Pretty much my only preseason position that was really spot on was Jets under and how terrible they were going to be. Um, So yeah, if you look preseason, they were given an 8% chance to win this division. Uh, And now here they are, the only defeated team, 0-9. But as that's changed at the quarter mark, it was looking like a two-horse race with the Patriots and the Bills. Um, The Bills are sitting at about 60%. The Patriots about 45%. But now we are at the uh, halfway mark, and it's a two-horse race, but they're two different horses. Uh, Now we have the Bills with a pretty good stranglehold, right around an 87% implied percentage to win the division. And now the Dolphins with a 17% chance. Uh, Patriots only sitting at a 2% chance. Uh, Patriots have just really hit the shitter, barely beat the Jets on Monday night football this past Monday. Um, I did, I do have a Dolphins bet at eight to one. I made a couple of weeks ago. Um, it's a really big leverage week for that. The Dolphins are a small favorite playing the chargers. The bills are an underdog visiting, uh, the, the Cardinals. So if I get two kind of 50, 50 events in my favor, um, i probably will hedge out next week and, and take a nice small profit, on that Uh, anything else jump out to you other than uh, the reign of the Patriots being over there, Rob.
0: No, it's funny that the, uh, that was maybe one of your highest conviction things preseason was jets under. um, And there wasn't that much room underneath the jets bet. But now that you look at it, of course, there's plenty of room implied at 7.69% preseason to win this. uh, And now the implied is approaching zero. What is it? Plus, do I see five? Plus five hundred? No, five thousand. Right?
1: Yeah, yeah. That's just because they they put something there. It, it's really like fifty to hunt. Like, yeah, it's it's crazy. It's like five hundred thousand. Um, but it really, a lot of places won't even let you bet the Jets to win the division because it's nearly mathematically impossible. Uh, only like really sketchy places will let you do it because it's fucked up to take a bet you since you can't <laughs> win. Uh, yeah. Um, but the, the bet I actually made with the jets was under six and a half wins. Mm-hmm. So it was under six and a half wins right. and that, that will actually cash next week because they have to win out to go seven or nine. So, <laughs> um, yeah. So, so yeah, I mean, it's just one of those things where, you know, you, you can, and, and it's lessons I try to teach myself and, uh, remind everyone is, is, you know, you can bet on very peculiar things and it's not just simply, Oh, who's going to win the Super Bowl this year. It's, Oh, I think this team, this like this middling team is going to really underwhelm and you can have a really strong position on that. Uh, you know, even though that's just one of 32 teams and actually one of the the less popular teams to bet on or even talk about, but you can still have a really, really strong position on it. I mean, we're talking about getting six figures down, not that I get anything close to six figures down, um, but hashtag goals, uh, you know, maybe five, 10, 20 years from now. Um, so... So yeah, the, I, I, I am glad you brought that up. But yeah, Patriots have won this division eleven straight years. Um, there is a pretty much a ninety eight percent chance that, that does not happen this year. Um, anything else before we go to the AFC North? I
0: have a, I have a metaphor for you, Jay.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: There is this guy named Mark Cahodis, who's a famous short seller. And short seller means someone who who bets against companies, right? He bets that they're being Fraudulent or faking their numbers or, or whatever it is, and he uses this metaphor about a a jaguar in the tree. And he says he compares himself to a hunter, and he says he doesn't shoot jaguars out of trees. He he waits till someone else shoots them out of the tree and kind of has confirmed that they're on the ground and vulnerable, right? So in in this, he he probably wouldn't make up a, a preseason bet. He would wait for confirmation, right? Mm. And wa- go and watch. Uh, game one and be like, okay, yeah, they do hate the coach or they, they do have nothing to play mm-hmm. for, right?
1: Yeah, that that's really good. And and I know a popular like kind of phrase um, in the financial world is like, never be first. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't know if, you know, and it's like, I, I think that's part of it, right? Where it's like, I'll, I'll pay a slightly higher price just to have that confirmation, right? Mm-hmm. Um, or like you're saying, let somebody else be the, the initial hunter, if you will. Um, and that's one really good thing about the ad, the new places becoming uh, legalized uh, around the country is there are bets like th- those season win totals. You used to only be able to make those preseason, but certain casinos are letting you make them after every week, which mm-hmm. is something like I'm really excited to to do for next year. Which is like pretty much exactly what you said. It was all right, I'm I'm leaning really strong, you know, this way or that way. Um, but let me just wait for a couple of indicators. Maybe there's like a really important game week two. I really want to see, you know what I mean? Or you could take advantage of an outlier event that um, builds up a team when you're like, nah, it's a paper tiger. You know what I mean? So, yeah. Um, so yeah, I, I really like that. Thank you. Thank you for sharing. Um, and, and finally bringing something useful to the show. You're welcome. Yeah. Um, <laughs> So let's move to the AFC North. I'll, I'll give the preseason odds, and then uh, I'll let you um, go on your productivity role and, and fill us in on what happened this season. But preseason, the Ravens were a 67% uh, implied favorite for the AFC North. The uh, Cedars are right around 21%. Uh, the Browns right around 15%. And then the Bengals, just around 15%. What has happened uh, throughout the year, Rob?
0: The... Um... Browns are basically out of it. They're down mm-hmm. from 15 to 6 2 now. The Steelers on a big come up with a, Jesus, looks like a 54% jump uh, from 22 up to 76 now. That's wild. The Ravens were still very high. Actually, they were higher than, they, they started 67, up to 79% at the quarter mark, now down all the way to 28%. At six and two, that's pretty. That that looks like the biggest drop of anyone on this on mm-hmm. this whole thing. And the Bengals are still,
1: yeah, uh, still Big, totally out of it. Biggest drop of anyone. Yep. Do you you want to know who bet on the Ravens? <laughs> who is it, dude? <laughs> yeah, yeah. So it was it's myself. Uh So I didn't bet them at the highest point though. So let's let's at least be somewhat um, proud of that. Yeah. yeah. Um, so that number you're seeing that we're referencing was right before the chiefs game. So they were at about 80% to win uh, the division. They, they got destroyed by the chiefs, national television. That is when they fell to right around like a 60% implied. I bought them at 60%. Uh, and then they just had a massive, massive leverage game uh, a couple of weeks ago against the Steelers. Uh, they were up two touchdowns in the game and then they, they choked it away and, and they were driving to win um, about the 15 yard line. And and then they got stopped on a fourth and like three, I think. Um, so, so yeah, I mean, they're, they're not out of it. There's a massive leverage game on Thanksgiving. Um, so I will be, I, I will actually not only have the Ravens so they can get back in this division, uh, but I also will probably have them my survivor that week on the Ravens because I have, we actually have to pick a, a game on Thanksgiving. So there's only three games on Thanksgiving and we have to pick one of those three games. Um, so it's most likely going to be the Ravens I'm going to pick on there. So, um, you know, think of me during Thanksgiving, I'm, I'm going to be all baltimore out. Um, so, so yeah, it's always good to like double down on your stuff, right? That's what you want to do.
0: Um, that's what we say in our disclaimer is always double down.
1: <laughs> yeah, Triple
0: exactly. Down if you need to.
1: But but game theory wise, it actually is looking like the best play unless um, you know uh, something injury wise occurs before then. But yeah, the biggest thing is is it's a two horse race, but the Steelers are out out a uh, heavy. I am not the Steelers are the only undefeated team in in football. Uh, I am not impressed with the Steelers. Uh, we forgot to mention about the AFC East if there any teams that win the Super Bowl, and we did not mention them. And and Yeah, we forgot them for a reason because there is – I don't think the Bills could win the Super Bowl. Uh, Here in the AFC North, uh, I do not think the Steelers can win the Super Bowl, even though they're undefeated right now. I do think the Ravens can, but I don't think the Ravens add at their certain – at their current uh, form. They still need to improve, but it's within their reasonable range of outcomes that they can improve. Um, Their standard deviations, if you will. It's it's not a far deviation for them to get – significantly better, if that makes any sense. Um, so I still think the Ravens are going to be better than – I still think they're the best team. It's just a matter of right now they're two games behind the Steelers and the Steelers own the tiebreaker. Um, but there's going to be a massive, like I said, leverage game in Thanksgiving that if the Ravens were to win that game, that will probably put the odds back about 50-50. Um, That's wild.
0: The 8 no Steelers, dude. You're telling me they can't win the damn Super Bowl.
1: I mean, obviously they can. But in terms of do I think they can, I do not think they can beat the Steel- or they can win the Super Bowl. And really, what I mean by that is I don't think they can beat the Chiefs and then beat the best team in the NFC or whomever comes out mm. of the NFC. That, that's, that's really what I'm saying. Yeah, of course, mathematically, they, they, um, they can. Uh, and their price right now to win it is about three to one. Um, but uh, no, I, I don't think they can. But I do think the Ravens can. Uh, now, moving to the AFC South. Uh, We had preseason, the Colts were about 45% favorite, the Titans were 38%, uh, the Texans were 21%, and the Jags were sitting right around 5 if not a little bit lower percent than that. Uh, Fast forward to the quarter mark, um, we had the Titans were about 53%, the Colts were about 37%, the Texans were down to 11%, and the Jaguars at 8%. Uh, And then now we sit at the halfway mark, and really tonight's game – um, it's going to determine everything uh, or at least going to change these odds massively. But as we sit right now, 66% of the Titans, 38% Colts, uh, both the Texans and Jaguars sitting at 1% or less. Uh, the Colts and Titans play each other. Uh, whoever wins this game is in first place. If the Colts win, there's a first place tie. Both teams are at six and three, but the Colts have the tiebreaker. If the Titans win tonight, um, they pretty much will go up to probably about 85 percent favorites to win. Um, so these numbers, sixty-six and thirty-eight, right now—that's like yesterday's weather. Pretty much useless because they're going to change here in about four hours once we have the result of tonight's game. Uh, any thoughts about the AFC West, there, Rob? the a- AFC South.
0: That is funny. Yesterday's weather hadn't hadn't heard <laughs> that one, but um, that is that is comes with the territory here, right? You're going to look at a lot of things that end up being yesterday's weather that applies to financial asset prices too, right? Yesterday's price, who gives a shit?
1: Yep, absolutely. Uh, yesterday's weather is actually from Steve Bruhl. It's from uh, they, they, the bit they did. They did yesterday's weather. <laughs> <laughs> That's perfect. Yeah, yeah alternative comedy. Um, don't know if you're a fan, but yeah. Um, now moving to uh, the AFC West. I'll give us the preseason as I fix on our document here. We're sharing um numbers if you want to update us on what's changed uh as the chiefs have really just you know tightened their grip on the afc west uh so preseason the the uh chiefs were about 84 percent to win broncos at nine percent raiders at seven percent and the chargers also at seven percent uh if you want to inform the listeners on what's changed since preseason
0: the chiefs uh, came to school with the biggest lunch, the most snack packs, and then they took the the, the tiny lunches from the the Chargers and the Broncos. The Chiefs are sitting at ninety six percent chance to win this win this division. Raiders at seven isn't actually. I was expecting that to maybe be a little lower, but uh, yeah, ninety six on the Chiefs. Now, Jay, can you can you hit me with a little math? So, if you had had bought uh, Chiefs to win the division preseason. Uh, let's say you made a hundred dollar bet on that. Uh, what, how much money would you be winning to,
1: to, uh, yeah, if you put a hundred dollars on it, they were right around minus 600. Um, so you'd have to put 600 down to win a hundred. So you probably, if you bet a hundred, you would have gotten like 15 bucks, something like that. Okay. Uh, yeah, yeah. But I mean, there's still value in that, right? Um, there, there's still value in things like that. The problem is, is um, looking back uh, obviously avoiding injury is a major thing uh, mm-hmm. but two years ago uh, a major position I had four figures uh, plus you know s- still low four figures but what I did is I took the the Chiefs and the only other team that let's say something happened to the Chiefs that you know they could win which last year was the Chargers I took the two preseason two best numbers I could find on those two teams uh, and I made a considerable amount of money, but I was going to make money either way if those two teams won. Mm-hmm. Um, so that, that's a way you can bet this just by shopping around. I think I made one bet in, in New Jersey and one bet in Las Vegas. So, mm-hmm. I mean, it, it was, it was a very rare opportunity. Um, but yeah, it was definitely kind of leveraging the best prices you can find. And, and um,
0: yeah, it sounds like a tiers concept.
1: Yeah. Yeah, it definitely was. It was essentially just like, um, uh, I'm betting. I was betting the Chargers as an insurance policy, and then if something were to happen to the Chiefs, okay, great. I have the Chargers. They were going to become step in line as the next favor, and then I could have just, if I wanted to get off the entire bet, I could have put enough money down the Broncos and Raiders to to still have been above water on my original bet. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's it pretty much like an insurance policy. Yep. Uh, but yeah, the, the Chiefs. The Chiefs are the only other team that can win the Super Bowl uh, out of the AFC. And the Ravens, like I said, right now, can't win it in terms of what I see. Um, So I am going to be looking to find the best price I can find on the Chiefs to win the AFC and to win the Super Bowl. Um, Probably just actually to win the AFC, just because there's less variables at play, um, less chances for injuries to Patrick Mahomes. um, But to me, the Chiefs are clearly the best team in the, the NFL, and... The the second third and maybe even fourth best teams in the NFL they might all be in the NFC. Um, the Ravens like I said they still need to get better to win the Super Bowl. As of right now I would say the a- the Chiefs are the only team that could win the the, the Super Bowl. Um, so I'm going to be looking the Chiefs are on a buy this week so I'm going to see if you know maybe they being you know no news their prices don't change. Uh, but I'm going to be looking to, to to find the Chiefs to win the AFC. Um, I've been mean, doing some shopping if you will some holiday shopping already Black uh, Friday maybe that's it for for the chiefs so um, yeah spoiler alert here the chiefs are good at football mm-hmm. <laughs> anything uh, jump out to you just I, I think it's a healthy exercise just to kind of show people how much things change throughout the year um and and also just to be always thinking probabilistically. Um, but yeah, anything else jump out to you before we talk about, uh, this week's televised games?
0: No, I like the tears, the tears thinking they're kind of chunking these teams together, uh, in sort of probabilistic range of outcomes that, that makes just like good, uh, good sense.
1: Yes. Yes, absolutely. Okay. So this week's Monday night game Vikings at the bears, um, second lowest total of the week. Uh, we have the bears, uh, two and a half point home underdogs, uh, this very easily could close to uh, close three points for the Vikings. Uh, the look-ahead line was actually the Bears favored by two and a half, and the Bears have a better record. Uh, anytime you see this late in the season, the better team, or excuse me, the team with a better record at home being the underdog, that's a huge red flag. Um, that being said, I will not be rushing to take the Vikings in this. You're essentially paying the the highest price on the Vikings right now, or you can you can back the the gross Bears right now. Um, so this is the the too hard pop uh, pile. Um, so I will be personally passing on this game. Uh, maybe a first half under bet. Uh, division games tend to be closer, more familiarity, uh, which is a little bit easier for the defenses. Uh, Vikings also like to run the ball. Uh, Bears do have a stout defense, but their offense man is it bad? Uh, yeah, anything before we move on to the Sunday night game? Take me to Sunday. All right, Sunday so night we have the Baltimore Ravens visiting the New England Patriots. Uh, Baltimore is a seven-point favorite. We've kind of talked a little bit about the the Ravens. Ravens have a great defense, probably the best defense in football. Uh, New England this right now rated the second worst defense, which is really hard to say because Bill Belichick over the last 20 years has probably had a top 10 defense 90 to 95% of the time, uh, if not a top five, top three defense. Uh, Patriots is just a shell of themselves, almost lost to the Jets. Uh, I'd like the Ravens actually a lot here. Um, you can bet the seven, but the, I really like this as a tease, teasing that seven down to a one. Uh, this is the lowest expected points of the week. Uh, so remember moving those six points is going to be worth a lot more in a, in a game only expected to have about 40 points than in a game expected to have maybe be 50 or 55, right? Cause those six points represent a larger percentage of those total points expected. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it's in line with the Ravens to win the game, right? The Ravens by one, that's in line with their principles of, hey, we just trying to win the game here. Whereas winning by seven or more, that, that really doesn't, you know, they don't get an extra point because they win by X amount of points, if that makes any sense. Um, so, yeah, that that is a bet I, I do like. I haven't made that yet. I'm, I'm gonna, still trying to find a game I have to tease that with that I, I want to make that with. But if you want to lay seven with the Ravens, that's fine. Uh, I certainly would do that before. Uh, betting the Patriots at plus seven. Uh, Some of the other games I want to talk about. um, We have two really good four o'clock games. We have Seattle at Los Angeles. This game, I do have a bet on Seattle. Uh, Right now, Seattle is about a two-point underdog. I'm taking the money line on Seattle. Seattle's a better team. They're coming off a loss. Yes, the Rams are coming off a bye, um, but there's going to be a lot of points scored in this game. I've talked at, at Nauseam about how I don't really like Jared Goff, the quarterback for the Rams. Um, I do have a lot of respect for Sean McVay, uh, but I, I like the Seahawks here, <clears throat> and I, I will be betting them. And like I said, even if Seattle were to lose this game, I'm just going to load up and take division bets and and probably NFC futures bets on Seattle. So it's one of those things where uh, I'm going to make a, a, a you know a standard bet this week on Seattle, uh, but if they were to lose. It's a huge leverage game in the division because they they and the Rams would become tied, um, so the price would get so much better for Seattle. So that's why I'm waiting. Uh, but yeah, I really like Seattle this week, and, and it's really just um, who can score more points. And I'll take Seattle's offense. Uh, and Los Angeles is going to score points; they are. But I'm just betting on Golf um, making more mistakes than uh, Russell Wilson. Uh, The the Seahawks lost last week. They were in a really tough spot going across the country, playing the Bills. And the Bills just came out and and played their their grade A game uh, and kind of just never gave the Seahawks a chance. Um, I've talked about this before. Good coaches and or good teams coming off a loss. I really like that angle. Um, So, yeah, I I will be betting Seattle. Actually, I'm going to finalize that bet right now. Uh, Plus one 20. I'm seeing on the money line. So you're getting, you can double your money here a little bit better if uh, you take the Seahawks money line. Uh, another four o'clock game is Buffalo at Arizona. I, I really mostly just wanted to talk about this game. I think this will be one of the most interesting games of the week. <clears throat> this is the highest total of the week. Arizona's got a, I mean, Kyler Murray is just an amazing, amazing player, um, but he is amazing at running the ball, not necessarily passing the ball. Uh, and modern NFL, it's, it's more important to be a better passer than it is running the ball. Uh, Buffalo has a very good offense, but a pretty terrible defense. Um, so this should be a shootout. Uh, this was open at 49 is already up to 56 and a half. I think it might be a little bit too late for a bet, but maybe an in-game thing you might see if one of the teams gets out to a slow start. Um, I am not personally going to bet this game. Uh, unless it got maybe like to a pick'em right now, the Cardinals are right around two and a half to three points favorites. Uh, I don't want right now inherent value is on the Bills, but I, I don't want to put money behind it. Uh, but should be a really fascinating game back and forth to watch between two high explosive offenses um, on Sunday. And then finally, uh, one of the few one o'clock games that they're they're going to have, or for you guys, 11 o'clock games out in Arizona, uh, Tampa Bay at Carolina. This is the quintessential spot we kind of just talked about where last week Tampa Bay was a four-and-a-half point favorite against the Saints, who I said, you know, the Saints are a team that can win the Super Bowl. Now they're playing the Carolina Panthers. Yes, it's in Carolina, but home field advantage is very minimal this year. Um, right now they're about a five-and-a-half or six-point favorite at Tampa Bay. If Tampa Bay just plays a C game last week, um, this is probably a touchdown favorite. Um, Right now you're getting this at five and a half or six. And you know, I love my Panthers. Uh, But not only are you getting a discount in the price, you're also getting a a angry Tom Brady and Tampa Bay Buccaneers who will come in very focused. Um, So I think anything under a touchdown here is a good bet for Tampa Bay. Um, And you know, I'm not saying that lightly when I'm talking about betting against my Panthers. (laughs)
0: <laughs> um, anything David, jump out to David you Tepper. yeah you said back in <coughs> the bills cardinals game you said the bills have the inherent value
1: yeah i i think inherent value i think this game should be closer to a pick um i just i just think arizona is overrated uh i just don't want to be backing buffalo and uh, that's what i meant by inherent value i think the true price of this game is right around a pick on maybe arizona by one right mm-hmm. now we're seeing arizona about two and a half to three Um, so I think there is inherent value on, on Buffalo. Uh, I just don't want to put money behind them. I don't like the spots coming across the country. Um, but, but yeah, I mean, value wise, right? Like we're just talking price. Um, the price is, um, there's a discount on Buffalo right now. Yep. Okay. Yep. Uh, anything else, anything else looking at the board? Uh, do you know why there are so few one o'clock games this week, Rob? Do you know why? Uh, I don't. It's because the Masters, man, the Masters—they mm. are—it's playing this week, and they are—they have to wrap up early because the dang sun on the East Coast is going down early uh, after daylight savings time.
0: Damn, in Augusta, I get it.
1: That's it, dude. Yeah. Anything else? Um, time zones, life. Anything you want to share with us, Rob?
0: No, no. Um, do your own research, I guess. I don't know. <laughs>
1: That's right, you idiots. (laughs) All right. Well, I hope you guys enjoyed, and we'll see you guys next week.
0: Peace.